Right, well now this is a first, never done this before, but how exciting is this on the internet? Okay, there you go. Ironically named solo project of the British artist Amber Mary Bain, indie pop band The Japanese House is becoming a staple in the indie scene, and rightfully so. With a synth style and an amazing, almost overproduced sound, the Japanese house discography began in 2015 after being introduced to the 1975's Maddie Healy, who helped her start officially producing her music under record label Dirty Hit. Her first single, Still, was a wide success, premiering on BBC Radio 1 and launching her into popularity. Her moniker, inspired by a trip to Devon in her childhood where she pretended to be a boy for a week, subsequently breaking the heart of a local girl who eventually found out her true identity. During her time there, she stayed in Kate Winslet's college cottage named Japanese House, therefore inspiring her musical identity and her androgynous voice and presentation. With well-known hits such as I Saw You in a Dream and Maybe You're the Reason, grossing a total of more than 140 million streams on Spotify, it would be an understatement to say that her synthy and interesting style is captivating fans. Today we will be listening to Follow My Girl, a lively and jumpy song compared to some of her other rather sober pieces, and sixth track of her 2019 album, Good at Falling. I'm Bella Dix, and you're listening to Follow My Girl by Japanese House on I've Got Ox on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7. Dix and you're listening to I've Got Ox on Radio Free Hillsville 101.7. As usual, I'm here with Gavin and Allie. Uh, today, Allie was the blind listener, although she is a fan of the Japanese house. Well, fan. I don't know. We can yeah. elaborate. Yeah. She knows of them and likes <laughs> some of it. Them. It's a her. Just her. <laughs> <laughs> and Gavin has heard the song. Okay, so. So you guys really like her. Yeah. It's Do we like refer to the project as her? Because there's, a it's just her. Okay, so I'll just. I thought it. I thought it was a whole band, but it's just her. It, yeah. So yeah, I guess it's just her. When did you guys kind of get into this and like how? Mm, Spotify recommended. Well, like 2017. Yeah. Okay. I remember just listening to it. I was like kind of getting to the end of listening to all the 1975, <laughs> and it was like, like, like what next? the next thing, <laughs> and like the the I guess like similar artist tab on Spotify. Yeah. Like, Spotify did it good there. Spotify I, I've never, good. I have to admit, I've never like seriously, well, maybe not n- never. I've never really sat down and be like, oh, I'm just going to listen to the Japanese house. Like, it's not like, I listen to like maybe six of her songs like here and there, you know, yeah. it's not really, I've never really sat down and been like, wow. Yeah. But it's. So she, what draws you to like this song specifically? I like, okay. I, she does. A lot of really good, like, very, like, dreamy, but, like, kind of sad-sounding songs. And those are, like, kind of her more well-known ones. But I'm always just drawn to, like, these jumpy kind of songs anyways, I feel like. But yeah. I feel like she does this kind of song so well. But nobody really kno- Like, not that nobody really knows, but it's just her sad stuff. Like, rightfully so. Like, it's very somber. It's much more appreciated. But I kind of thought this is, like, I feel like it showcases her talent kind mm. of in a lot of ways that the other ones maybe 
in my opinion, don't do quite as much. And I love how it's produced. And like, yeah. I just think her voice sounds really cool in this yeah. song too. And in like, it, she has a very, she has a pretty distinct voice, but in her other songs, it's kind of very like, I feel like you don't hear her like, s- like really singing, singing yeah. that much, you know? So that's why I chose this one. It's one of my favorites. It's super fun. Yeah. Another good like car song or like cleaning your room song. Yeah, when you like main character. Yeah, exactly. Trying it's to like, romanticize oh, just your own dancing life. Dancing around. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's funny that you bring up the production because I saw her when she opened for the 1975 mm-hmm. for their tour of their second album, and it was at Red Rocks. And I remember not enjoying her set, but it was also like sunset. It was still kind of sunny out. Yeah. Red Rocks is a huge place. And it just didn't, like, hit with me. And then I I think afterwards I started listening to more. And I think as I've gotten older and I'm able to appreciate production work more so. Mm-hmm. Mm. And I am I sort of understand, like, the in- intricacies and also the amount of effort that it takes to do some of the things that she's doing yeah. really well. Yeah. I think I, I it, she's definitely, like, grown on me. Mm-hmm. And any time, her big hit is I Saw You in a Dream, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. And any time that song comes on, it's one of those where I just feel like I have to quietly sit down and absorb it because her it's voice. so ethereal. And her voice, just yeah. the way she like, she jumps around she in her voice. It's like, whoa, how, how did, did you, you do, do that? that? Yeah. yeah, It was really cool. And Allie and I were talking like a little bit right before this about how I can kind of see, sorry, keep bumping this. I can kind of see how her... Her songs might not translate as amazingly live, live. because yeah. it is mm. a lot of like just production and like synth stuff that maybe like you can't. So I don't know. I could yeah, that like she. I think she's one of those artists that you can be like, yeah, she's good, but like for a concert, like yeah, I'm not a hundred percent sure. Okay, Gavin. Yeah, um, I just I like the vocals as well, and yeah. I like. I think some of her stuff is produced by George. Daniel, who's the drummer mm-hmm. and one of the main producers for the 1975. And I love, like, like Ali said, I like listening to production a lot mm-hmm. and like listening to the, th- like the similarities. Be like, oh, that's a very George thing to do with yeah. the drums. Or <laughs> he loves, and I don't know if you know, like notice this on 1975 songs. They love to layer the harmonies so thickly that it just sounds kind of like a robot monotone yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. And so it's like, there's harmony there, but it's all the same person doing the harmonies, and it's a, it's like really perfect and really layered, or like fifteen voices maybe. Yeah. And so it sounds very, yeah, it sounds like it new sounds agey. fake a yeah. little, but it's. I it's think that's one of the things that has it has a lot of potential to sound really crappy. Yeah. But so it's kind of cool when someone does it, where you're like, yeah. "Whoa, that sounds." And it, this song also, I think, part of what maybe makes me like it is it feels very 1975. It does. Like, I was gonna bring that up. Yeah, for sure. Mm. Yeah, and this I, is a 1975 fan show. So yes, <laughs> yeah, pretty we much. We will be bringing them up every episode. <laughs> Just and wait till we come back next semester, yeah. and once we've seen them, yeah, we'll we will be review. talking. Oh man, yeah. <laughs> We'll do an Instagram vlog from the show. <laughs> oh my gosh, for real. We'll be streaming hey, it live. Day in the life, I've got Ox. <laughs> I've got Ox. We'll be streaming it live on the I've for Got four Ox hours. page. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, but yeah, and like, I, I the thing I love about her songs is she has melodies in her songs, and especially like Saw You in a Dream, that you hear the melodies and you're like, I swear that's from a different song. Like yeah, they're just very they're like, familiar. Very familiar, but I think it's just a well-constructed melody that it just makes yeah. sense to us. You're like, I'm sure yeah. I've heard that before. Yeah. And so that like, the nothing feels right. That, yeah. that sound, that's like a wonderful like little line at the end of the verse. And like, it just gonna, it sticks with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, which is great pop songwriting, in my opinion. That's yeah, kind of the sure. goal. I'm like, yeah. 
It's like Charlie Puth's pop writing gets stuck in Don't your head. Don't bring him into this. I will Don't bring, bring him why? into this. <laughs> why? Charlie Every Puth. episode. He's in my brain now. Because <laughs> um. they're just telling Charlie to be quiet, which yeah, he has a song yeah. about that. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Don't just give him stop. any more fuel. Yeah, for real. <laughs> He's listening to this right now. He's yeah. like, oh, yeah, they're talking about me again. Again. <laughs> okay, but uh, let. Excuse you, Gavin, be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I wanted to talk about. I mean, I, honestly, this song isn't like incredibly lyrically interesting. I honestly think it's more about how. How do I explain this? Her delivery. Her delivery and how she, like, st- sings it more than what it actually means yeah like the line like watching my world um make funny faces at its own reflection the yeah. way she sings it is like oh that was and so it's good. funny because like that's where it, like it's a very pensive lyric but that's the jumpier part of the song mm-hmm. like that's the chorus yeah so i thought that was kind of funny because something that i think with a lot of her music is that I like about it is that I can never really tell where it's going. Like I, I never know how the next verse is going to be delivered. Mm -hmm. And so although it has like a semi typical structure for a pop song, she like wanders with her her vocals and her lyrics. Exactly. If her music was a sonic landscape, it would be like a lavender field. Oh, okay. uh, that, I I'm like just that. Saying, also, the album cover is purple. Okay, and yeah. I was like, I, have I to like get the this vision. <laughs> I like the vision, and that I makes perfect sense. It. I definitely agree that at first glance, her song it feels, it does like you can recognize that it's like it's a little bit of the. What's the word I'm looking? It's kind of like it's the pop recipe a little yeah. bit, but I like what you were saying about how she wanders because mm-hmm. it's like even though maybe the bass there is like can feel a little bit predictable if it weren't for how she sings it, yeah, and where she goes like with her voice, it's just oh, I love the way she sings and yeah. her repetition with the chorus like fits really well because mm-hmm. it's she she delivers it so delicately that it it doesn't feel yeah. annoying. Yes, exactly. It's like you kind of want her to do it again. Yeah, like, okay. <laughs> One more, one more time. Restart the song. <laughs> Restart the song. Yeah. And I, I love that all, f- and then this is very like 1975 and just kind of newer pop songs like this. I feel like she's very self-aware. Yeah. Which I love. It's, and it, it seems very, I mean, just like there's no lyric here really that like, like they all stand out kind of, you know, it doesn't, mm-hmm. it feels very dynamic. Nothing like super yeah. boring or flat. It, none of it feels like filler. Like she's saying yeah, something exactly. with each line. That's what I wanted to say. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just yeah. Someone gave me guidance, and for once, I took it. Yeah, like, it's a very like hopeful song because it's sometimes mm-hmm. like when I first started reading, I was reading the lyrics as we were listening. Um, it's it's very much your life is in your control seems to be kind mm-hmm. of what she's getting at, and I I really like the line like nothing feels good, it's not right, and it's almost like she's recognizing that something is wrong, and it's, yeah. Like she's sitting in that feeling, but she's not wallowing in it. And like very much the verses are about finding guidance, whether or not she follows through with that. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and the world kind of um, shifting in front of her based on her emotion. Yeah. yeah. And like her like desire to follow that new like idea of way of living. But like it says, I'm self-dividing and I have no limit. Like I, she wants to necessarily follow this path that she's been shown, but she can't do it. And I can't fix it. It's not yeah. right. What's interesting to me is like, I think only once, maybe twice, okay, twice is So I'll Follow My Girl, which is the lyric yeah. of the track mm-hmm. is named after, but yeah. it's not Who's like, the girl? It's not there's no one personified, like, who is she following? Um, is she, something like is that? Is she referring to herself? Like, 
you know i wonder oh, like maybe i think you could take that a bunch of different ways if it's the self thing it's sort of like she knows she's the only mm-hmm. one ultimately she can rely yeah, upon true. or even just the idea of having like one person or even one thing that just kind of like is your support yeah like and just being like well i'll just hold on to this one thing until everything else in my life i get it figured out kind right. of thing and i do it is I like the hopeful kind of, you know, like, it seems very like, you know, stuff isn't going right. And like Ali said, like, I'm not going to wallow in it. I'm, yeah. I recognize it and I'm kind of like moving and on, like trying to like figure it out, you know, and not just like sitting and being like, I'm sad and I'm writing a song, yeah. you know, yeah. which there's a time place for that. Right. But once in a while, I like a good, like, oh, I'm actually going to do something good for myself. And so it's, like, it's almost like following with my kind of wandering idea. It's like there there is a movement forward and through whatever her emotional state is mm-hmm. but she very much wanders within it you yeah. know what i mean like yes. there's an idea she's struggling she's lost she's disconnected mm-hmm. and she's like weaving her way through those emotions yes. instead of like I- ignoring them or you know directly making concrete plans to move forward she's yeah. kind of in that that stasis yeah perfectly said interesting Genius lyrics is saying that it's referring to a partner when it says, "Yeah, so I'll follow my girl." Which that tracks. This is an un- annotation is unverified. It says so. This is who one person's verifi- opinion. That always annoys me because who is verifying that? Yeah, yeah. they're Mr. Like, genius. Is there like team, well, well, I'm the genius. A so. team of dudes. <laughs> yeah. It's like this. This is it. This who feels knows? right. This is <laughs> right. Uh, but yeah, we should start commenting on genius. Should, should yeah. I got Ox have a genius like page? a genius account? Yeah, we should actually. It's just our interpretations of music. Yes. We are correct. We <laughs> we do have a podcast for there that. You go. So. That's true. This we is, just this link is our, our podcast at yeah. the end of all of this. This is our genius. Man. <laughs> we are the genius. But apparently she wrote this song in like Wisconsin. Bonnie Vare's studio. Oh yeah. That's cool. so tracks. Wait, that's funny. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of wondering why she isn't like I know she, she she's bigger. But like we're name dropping some of like the best artists in the 21st century. Why is she not? I know, and she's very like casually interacting with them. Like you know? Bon Iver's studio. I know. It, Dude, I think I was huh? thinking the same thing. For some reason, I feel like she's like kind of wants that though. Like she's okay with being in with these artists, but she doesn't necessarily want like a huge like pop star audience. Maybe she's just kind of <laughs> disillusioned with that or something. I don't yeah. know. Something I forgot to bring up, but Gavin's looking at this thing right now that actually says that. Uh, I read this earlier that she technically stole some of these lyrics what? from one of her no, not the lyrics. roommates or something. The yeah, the chords. Oh, his voice or what did it say? Yeah, so she took her his voice and like was gonna remix one of his songs, and she made like chords out of his vo- voice notes. Whoa! Like what? took his, oh, took his, okay. his vocals and like well, good turned thing it you into. Corrected she me she there sampled them. And she's still about to drag her. I'm just kidding. <laughs> You're a thief. Well, she yeah. admitted it. It was and just like one of her friends, yeah. I guess. She said, quote, I was fit, just fiddling around with his vocals and made these Do really the weird accent. chords. I was fiddling around with these vocals <laughs> no, and British. made these really weird chords out of oh, them and gosh. then probably quite wrongly stole them. Ew, wow. you sound like Harry Wait, that's kind of cool because then it's like, once again, there's another layer to this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where I think some people would be yeah. like, this is boring. Like I was when I was 14. But yeah. then you realize how rich it is yeah. in like mm-hmm. the sonic production. The, I'm sorry to bring Charlie Puth back into oh, this. Charlie Puth trigger why, warning. Why are but you Charlie Puth? Isn't this cool that we can look, n- listen to the song, have no idea that this was like some sampled thing. Yeah. And come back and know, like look into this and be like, oh, this is really cool. Instead of her going on her TikTok and saying, what if I yeah. sampled my roommate's voice? No, that's so true. <laughs> 
That's right. I, I think like what draws a lot of people to her is that anti that where it's like mm-hmm. it's very much just kind yeah. of about the music. It's genuine. Yeah. Yeah. And she does definitely like she's not kind of like you were saying she doesn't feel incredibly present in the music no. scene, but it it kind of gives that sense of like well, she's just doing it because she likes it, you and know. And maybe you end up in Bonnie Bear's studio, like whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And I have met people who are like insane fans of her stuff. Like oh. I, there's been two or three people that I've met when she has brought up. They like know every song and are very invested in her discography. So like I've met some people who are like really, really yeah. into her. But as far as like name dropping, I mm-hmm. like don't really hear about her that much. Yeah, but no, I think yeah. she's, sure. she's got to have a couple million monthly listeners on Spotify. For sure. yeah, for real. Like she's known, she's mm-hmm. esteemed, and but like, she's not talked. She about She shows up yeah. on playlists every yeah. once in a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Especially it, I saw you in a dream. She's the type of artist who, like, every once in a while you hear one of her songs and you're like, oh, I want to get more into that, and then yeah. you kind of forget. Yeah. You know, <laughs> she's a, well. This kind of is kind of reminiscent, also because I was listening to them earlier of like cigarettes after sex, like that mm-hmm. kind of atmospheric i like her voice a lot more than the lead of cigarettes after sex you <laughs> know i love their music but i super have to be in a mood for that yeah yeah um because he's literally in your ear when he's singing and she kind of gives that same sensual effect yeah but hers isn't overtly sexual it's delivered you know I mean? a little bit more like palatable yeah like, it's like yeah it's, it's delicate but it's also like really strong yeah i know what you mean well, but I, I i guess i do sort of group her with that also like homework music stuff i can listen to mm-hmm. and I, i'm not distracted yeah i know what you mean it's very it's easy to listen to um if you're just tuning in we're almost done but we're listening <laughs> we're listening to uh um follow my girl follow my girl by the japanese house on radio free hills though 11.7 fm and this is i've got ox and bella has ox ox true my mom says i say it like it's ox ox <laughs> how are you supposed to say ox ox, ox. ox. <laughs> i don't know ox. Ox. I don't know. Ox. Wait, Is auxiliary. Do we all say that? Auxiliary. Ox. Auxiliary. Yeah, how else are you gonna say it? Uh, oaks. oaks. Spend half the episode trying to pronounce our own show. Send us a voice <laughs> message on Instagram DMs. If yeah. You, if you know how to. Email Bertram at hillsdale.edu. Send them like a little voice like memo. voice memo of you saying I've got ox, and yeah. we can see. And you can also follow us on Instagram at, at I've got ox. No also punctuation. True. No capitals. We. I think I'm now gonna start posting each song we do. Yeah, <laughs> we'll get back to you on that. But well, for now, yeah. Thanks so much for tuning in. We'll see yeah. you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.